0: What up? What up, folks? Hey, this is Impact Your Today with Pastor Ray. We are live here on this Monday night and we want to dive into some things I believe that's going to expose the enemy and give you the tools that you need to win in life. We are after the lie of the enemy. We're after the deception of it. We're after that so the truth can come forth. So change can happen in our lives, so we'll be aware of the devices of the enemy, and we'll be able to see the enemy before he even arrives uh, in our territory. So we're about ready to pray uh, tonight. We're going to pray for one another. We're going to pray for this time that we're spending with one another. And before we do, before we pray, I just want you to hit the share button. Also, I want you to invite one person Invite one person over tonight, I really believe as we have this conversation, I believe that we can dig into the Word of God and find out solutions and direction from the Word of God together. This is not a one-man show, this is us together coming in uh, uh, to look at the Word of God, to seek and to join together our hearts together so we'll be able to see what the Lord has for us. So, invite, invite, invite And let's get ready to pray. So, Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, have your way over this broadcast. Have your way upon your people. Every child of God that's listening tonight, I pray for the Spirit of God to move. I pray for the Holy Spirit to have its way with the men and women tonight. Lord God, those that need to hear this, God, let them hear. Lord God, those that need help tonight, help them and give them guidance. So, Father, I pray for every man, woman, and child tonight in Jesus' name. Let the Spirit of God move upon their hearts in Jesus' name. Well, tonight we want to look at uh, Satan's number one weapon. And uh, I want to look at it tonight because I want you to be aware of his devices. Because so many times we don't understand how the enemy comes at us. We don't want to glorify the enemy. We don't want to glorify him, make him bigger than what he really is. But we just want to expose him tonight so you the man woman of God so give you the tools and understanding and discernment to know when the enemies is in the midst of your life or he tries to be in the midst of your life so I want to talk about his tricks his ways I'm going to give you the end and then we're going to go back and start walking in the path to the end so I want to get you the answer first what his biggest what his goal the enemy's goal for you and I to try to divide us from the Father. He tries to separate us so we won't have relationship with the Father. That's his ultimate goal. That every man, every woman, every child that don't have a relationship with their Father which is in heaven. That every man, woman, and child don't understand and don't know about Jesus. That is his goal. So he, using, he used strategies and plans to try to make this goal happen. The goal is to separate you from the Father. Separate you from your Father which is in heaven. The, the the scripture I want to go into is Genesis chapter 3. If you have your Bible, I want you to go over there. Genesis chapter 3. And we're going to look at 4 and 5. And before I do, I just want first, there, there's some things I just want to take care of before we get into the Word of God, because it's going to go deep. Uh, local here, we want to invite, we have a big community outreach here, right here in Lancaster, PA. And what we're doing, we're getting clothes out, uh, free food, games for the kids. And a big thing that we do, we give bikes, usually brand new bikes or, or bikes that are almost new to the children of the neighborhood. And many of the children cannot afford to have their own bike. And I know what that's like, because when I was a child, we, we didn't have enough money to get me a bike. But but through the Spirit of God, through a miracle it took place, I got me a brand new BMX. Back in the day, the BMXs, early 80s, were, were the bikes to have. And a poor kid like me, God blessed me with a bike. And I know what that feels like. It could help a kid's faith, could help their self-esteem. So what we want to do, and I be- believe uh, Frank Sanchez is on the line here. We want you to help us to get some bikes. If you're out there and say, "Hey, I want to help you," well, you know, you can message us. You can give you uh, a number or something like that, so we can, uh, so you can partner with us. Uh, it takes about $70, $80 to get a bike. If you can help us, we appreciate that. We, the more that we finance, every penny of it is going to go to the bikes. So contact us at 415 South Shipping Street, and the number is 717-293-9287. I just want to get that out there, and maybe, Frank, you can give some information, uh, write it there so the people can see, and I'll do it again at the end because we want you to be part of the Blessings. Now, don't just ha- hit the like button, but participate. I, you know, hitting the like button's okay, but do something. You can give something. Help us out getting bikes to these kids in the community that really needs it. They can help them out for this summer. But let's go into the word now. Hit the share button. Invite people in so we can do this. It says we're looking at exposing the enemy's weapons. Exposing the enemy's tactics. The main goal for the Satan is to divide you so you won't have relationship with the Father which is in heaven. So we're going to look at a portion of Scripture in Genesis chapter 3, 4 through 5. It says, let's look at this. Genesis 3, 4 through 5, it says, You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. And this is in the Garden of Eden. The serpent went to the woman. I'm just setting you up the story for those that don't know. The woman and man was in the garden. They were had knew no sin. They only had one instruction. Do not touch that one tree. Everything else you can have. That's what the father which is in heaven. That's what God told Adam and Adam told Eve. Now the serpent or Satan comes to Eve. And this is what he says. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat. And you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. Now listen here. The tactics of the enemy is in this first portion of chapter three when the enemy comes to Eve. He brings forth what? A lie with some truth surrounded by it. He brings forth a lie with some truth so we so we partake of it to bring us to a place of separating, to disobey God because his ultimate goal is to separate us. So you and I won't have relationship with God. The great example here is with Eve. The first thing he tells her is a lie. The lie is this, You won't die. That's a lie. Because after they ate the forbidden fruit, guess what happened? Death started the process. That was a lie. But listen, was some truth coded around the lie. It says, You won't lie, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it. That's true. Did you hear me? He used some truth with a lie, to make it all a lie. He says, you won't die. God's trying to hold back this ultimate thing from you. You will not die. That's the lie. And then he says, your eyes will be open. That's true. The Bible says that when Eve and Adam ate the forbidden fruit, their eyes were opened up. That was truth. But then the separation between man and God happened instantly at that time. The ultimate goal for Satan is to separate you and I from the Father. And he will bring in lies. So with a little bit of truth, to make it all a lie, to bring you and I to a place of separation. Now I want to bring it back home to you and I, where where you and I live. In, In life itself, the enemy will try to use some type of lie to bring you to a place of separating your relationship with God. He might tell you that God doesn't love you. That he doesn't answer your prayer. He probably will say something like this. God doesn't hear your prayer. Your prayers has not been answered. But that's a lie. God hears our prayers, saints of God. But just because we don't have the manifestation of it, in other words, just because it hasn't come about yet, didn't mean that God didn't hear a prayer. Sometimes He hears our prayers, but sometimes He might say, you need to wait. Or He might say no. But it doesn't mean that God doesn't hear your prayer. The lie is, when He says God doesn't hear, no, God hears the children of the righteous their prayers. The prayers of the righteous avails much. God hears our prayers. But the lie will come and say God doesn't hear your prayers. Why? Because your prayers aren't being answered. But that's a lie. But we receive the lie so many times, and we and, and then we receive it, and then what happens? Our relationship is being severed, is being separated. If we believe the lie that God doesn't hear our prayers, if we receive that lie, then our relationship with the Father is hindered. Then the next time you go into a situation, you won't pray. Or if you do pray, you're really not believing. It's just words that you're speaking out of your mouth. But you really don't believe that. Deep down in your heart, you don't believe because you received the lie from the enemy. And this is the biggest ploy of the enemy today. This is what he used from Genesis from the beginning of time until now. He still uses the same old ploy. He lies. The ultimate goal is to bring separation so you will not have relationship with the Father. Oh, come on, somebody. You need to be aware of it, child of God. You need to be aware of His devices. Don't receive everything that comes down the pike. Don't receive everything that comes to your mind. You must be able to discern if it's true or if it's a lie. If it has some lie in it, it's all lie. So here with with Eve and Adam here, we see he brought the lie and he he told them, you will not die. That's a lie. Instantly, as soon as they ate the fruit, death stepped into humanity. The death process now aging, and the death, the curse of death, is now upon the earth. Now let me tell you something. He wants to bring separation, and he wants to bring the seed of the harvest, what comes about. In other words, there's consequences when we disobey God. He wants to separate us from God, but he also wants us to reap the consequences of disobeying God. Remember this. When we separate from God, there's consequences when we allow those things to separate us. When death entered in, guess what happened? Everything was affected by that decision. When death entered into the earth, it went into everything that's upon the earth. Why? Because man was the authority over the earth. God gave man earth to live in. God gave man the garden of Eden. God gave man the earth. And because man was the legal authority in the world. Everything else was affected. Even the animals. Even the plants. Everything in the world was affected by that one decision. Because everything was separated in an instant. And death came in. And because of that. The death process is still working live today. Every one of us is still feeling the effects of what Adam and Eve did when they believed the lie. The trick or the strategy that the enemy used is a lie. He uses a lie to get in, and the ultimate goal is to separate you from God. Now, I want to point this. Now, Now, hit the share button. Someone needs to hear it. Invite someone over because I'm about ready to go in. And I'm about ready to minister to somebody because this is so important to hear because there are people that are hurting in a place of distance from God and and they're missing out because they're believing the lie of the enemy. But tonight, we want to salvage somebody. We want to catch someone not to take the lie and not to receive the lie today. We want to get a hold of somebody and, and save them today by the grace of God. You don't have to believe the lie today. So, invite some folks in. Hit the share button, please. In G- excuse me, in Jesus' name. Let's do this. Now, Now, listen to me. Some of you are distant from God. And because you are distant from God, your life is in a place of a desert. Your life is in a place of a wilderness. Your life is in a place of being unsure. You're in a place you feel distant. You say that you love God, but yet you don't sense God. You don't believe in what God has told you and what God has spoken to you through the Word. There's a, there's a gap. There's a golf fix. There's something missing there. Because something before took place to separate you. I want to tell you, listen to me, man of God, woman of God. Something happened in the past that you partake in the lie of the enemy and brought you to a place of being separate in your relationship with God. Something happened. A decision was made. Something took place that brought a separation. You believed the lie, received the lie, and then there was a separation took place. Now, I want you to go back to you, the one that you feel distant, the one that's in the desert, you don't feel God anymore. You feel dry. Your spirit is dry. You don't know if you're going to make it. You don't even know if you want to live this life. You, you're thinking about going back into the world. you think about throwing in the towel. I'm, I'm speaking to you. That's the one I want to talk to you. That's the one I want to speak to you tonight. I want you to reflect back, man of God. I want you to reflect back, woman. i call you man of God, woman of God, because that's who you are. If who you are is what God says you are, not how you feel. The one that feels lonely and distant, I want to take you back. And I want you to remind you, what was the thing that you believe from the enemy that brought you to this place right now? What was it? What was the lie? Was it an individual told you something That was contrary to the word of God. Maybe it's a relationship that God was trying to steer you away from that individual. But you believe the lie that he or she cared for you. And because you partake of it, now you're in a place of separate from God. You might have the person, but you don't feel God no more. Maybe it's a decision upon a career or a job, and and you went down the wrong track. What was the lie that you received that brought the separation? Now you're working all these hours. Now you're working 50, 60 hours, and you have no relationship with Jesus. Let me tell you something. You can make all the money in the world, and if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, all that doesn't matter. You can have all the houses and the cars, all you want. But at the end of the day, if God's not filling the voids in your heart, if He's not fulfilling everything, you don't have any, you have no joy, you have no peace, you might have everything, but still you're a hot mess. What lie did you receive to separate, oh, i got to provide for my family. i got to provide for my family. No, God has to provide for your family. He is Jehovah Jireh. You're not Jehovah Jireh. Because you decide to do that, because you want to do it, now you want to reap the consequences of a decision, the lie that you did. Now you're separated from God. Now your relationship, now you're filling that void. Now you're in the wilderness, and now you're dry. You want to blame the preacher? Don't blame the preacher. Don't blame the church. You made that decision. That relationship that you're in. You made that decision. You received that lie. God didn't tell you to to hook up with that man. God didn't tell you to hook up with that woman. You made that decision. You believed the lie. And now you're in a place of receiving the consequences of receiving that lie. Now you're lonely. Even though you made that decision to be with that, you're still lonely. (laughs) You're still in a desperate situation. What is the lie that you receive to bring the separation? If anything that brings you brings separation with a relationship with God, somewhere down the road you receive the lie. The biggest weapon that the enemy uses today, he's bringing some little bit of truth but all of lie and when we receive it or believe it or take it as our own, we come and the manifestation of this, the goal is to separate you so you will not have relationship with God. If you want to know what the Bible's all about today, is is this. The Bible from Genesis 3 to, Genesis, uh, to Revelations 20 is trying to get you and I, trying to get mankind back to the original place of having a relationship with God. If you really want to know what the Bible is all about, 95% of the Bible is speaking about to return, to repent, to reconcile, to get back to the original place of having intimacy, relationship with the Father which is in heaven. If you find out, if you want to know about the history of the Bible, those that went those that went wayward, <coughs> every last one that went wayward, what do you mean wayward? Did the opposite of what God wants them to do. They believed the lie of the enemy every time. When they received the lie... Then the consequences of receiving the lie, and then there's a separation. The goal of the enemy is always to separate. Can I get an amen? Can I go one more place? I don't know if we have any comments, but I want to bring something else out today, so uh, so we can get it um, quickly. Let me just read the story of Genesis. No, I'm not going to do that. I already told you the story of Genesis. But um, let's look at this. I want to go to another place. Luke chapter 4, real quick. Luke chapter 4. I'm going to show you another place. See, Satan was trying to do this with Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody. If you study it, look at this. Satan was trying to do the same thing with Jesus. See, Satan didn't really know knew that he really was the Son of God. He had an idea, but he didn't really know because he's not all-knowing. But he knew that Jesus was something special. But he was trying to get Jesus to come against the Father which is in heaven. He wanted him to fall. He wanted the Son of God to separate his relationship with the Father which is in heaven. Because listen to his tricks. Listen to his tricks. Listen to this. Uh, Luke chapter 4. 1 through 13. Let me go through that. It says, Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. Now listen. Listen. It says, Then the devil said to him, If, that's a big word, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become a loaf of bread. Hello, somebody. That was it right there. He wanted Jesus to question, to question Himself, His identity at that point. He wanted to set a seed in His mind. He says, If you are the Son of God, Tell these stones to become a loaf of bread. Then it says, But Jesus, glory to God, the Son of God, God Almighty, hallelujah. But Jesus told him, No! The scripture says, People do not live by bread alone. Then the devil took him up and revealed him to all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. He says, I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and, and the authority over them. The devil said. Because they are mine. To give to anyone I please. That was a yes and no. It really wasn't his. It was his in a way that he, he stole it from man. It wasn't his. God gave it to man. But because man fell. He gave, he gave the keys. To Satan. And Satan was a thief. That's all what he is. He didn't own anything. And he says, I'll give it to you. So that was a yes and no question. But anyway, let's go a little bit deeper. He says, I will give you the glory of the kingdoms and the authority over them. And the devil said, because they are mine to give anyone I please. And then he says, I will give it it all to you if you worship me. Oh, come on. He says, if you worship me. And then listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said this. Jesus replied, the scriptures say, You must worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. Then he took him to the third place. I don't want to go all through this, but I just want to say, see how the enemy works? He takes some truth. Oh, come on somebody. He takes some truth, but he covers it. Or he takes the lie, I'm sorry. He takes the lie and he covers it with some truth. And because of that, Men, most men fall to the prey of the devil itself. The first Adam, Adam received the lie. The second Adam, Jesus, reject the lie. I'm getting to my cl- conclusion. Come on somebody, come on. Hello somebody, everybody wake up. I want. You, I don't want you to miss this. Because the key to your success to discern the enemy is when the trick it's when he comes with his trick, when he comes with his strategy, you must oppose him immediately. Just as Jesus did, you and I should do the same thing. This is how you stop the enemy in his traps. Come on, somebody, get a hold of this. Oh, wake up. Hey, listen to me. Get this. If you're not going to get anything, then get this. This is how you stop the enemy. You tell the enemy, no, at the first, at the beginning start of his strategy. Because if you allow him to lure you in, you will take the bait. You will take the lie, and you will receive the lie. The problem with most Christians is this. We don't stop the enemy in his tracks at the immediate uh, time when he tries to engage us with the lie. That is when you have the most power and the most ability to stop the enemy is at the beginning. When he comes and he tries to confront you with a lie, that is the time to say no. Jesus did. Listen to me. Jesus, every time when the enemy came, he says no. Why? Because he didn't want to meditate upon the lie. Because if you let the seed go in, guess what happens? It will grow. And many times, many of you are in the wrong relationships. Many are at the wrong job. Many are making wrong decisions because you receive the lie. You're pondering it. You're, 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 you're meditating on it. And all of a sudden, the lie becomes twisted because it's got some truth. In and then the deception of the enemy comes. And then you swallow it. And then the fruit come. Then all of a sudden, you're separated. Your relationship is hindered with God. I, I can sit down with anybody that's listening to me and we can trace back because you're empty and dry in your relationship with the Lord somewhere you received the lie. I, I can trace every last one of you back if we can just have the time to sit down with you. If you said, preacher, I'm dry, I'm distant from God, I can trace it back. There's something that you received from the lie of the enemy and you took it as yours. And when that happened, whew, The harvest came, and when the harvest came, you were separated from God, just as Adam and Eve did. As soon as they received the, soon as they partake, crunch, it was over. It's the same thing's going on. See what happened over six thousand years ago or more is still happening today. Our biggest trouble is we're receiving the lie of the enemy. It's not because the enemy is so powerful. It's not because he's some big bad... No, he's not that bad. What he is, he's a he's the biggest deceptor, deceiver. He's a deceiver. He comes in, he sneaks in with a lie. The reason why you're distant with your family is because you believe the lie. Listen, husband, the reason why you're distant from your wife is because you believe the lie. The reason why you're distant from your husband, wife is because you believe the lie. Somewhere you believe the lie. And because of that, it brought what? Separation. Oh, come on. With your children. Hello. I'm having a problem with my children. I don't have a relationship with my children. What is the lie that you partake in? What is the lie that you receive? Somewhere, you receive the lie. Well, I don't know what they're about. I don't. I can't relate to them. No, maybe you can't. That's your children. You can relate to them. Relate to them as a parent. Relate to them. See, see, when you give them love, it transcends all generations. Hello. Oh, love covers it. You don't have to give them a $150 pair of shoes. Give them some time. Give them some love. If you give them some time and some love, glory to God, that's the best thing you can give them. I know I'm speaking to somebody out there. See, quit making excuses why the devil is interfering in your spiritual life, man of God, woman of God. It's time for the church to rise up. It's time for the church to grow up. It's time to say, quit blaming the devil. The devil made me do it. No, the devil didn't make you do it. Oh, come on. We just believed the lie. That's all we did. The same thing what Adam and the same thing what Eve did. They just believed the lie, and the lie brought forth its fruit. That's all. But we have to be discerners of what the enemy's trying to do. The enemy's trying to bring separation. The biggest weapon that the enemy is is the lie to bring separation. He try trying to separate you in your marriage, in your family. Hey, here's a big one: church. He's trying to divide you from your church. The biggest problems in churches is the division. Because why? You believe a lie. You're listening to gossip about somebody. You're listening to gossip about some preacher, some leader. And because you listened to the gossip, you took the lie in, guess what? Your heart turned from the man-woman of God. Your heart turned from your brothers and sisters in church. You used to be friends, but where are you now? You used to be close. What happened to you? What lie did you receive? What lie did the enemy give to you? I know it had some truth to it. He might have said that, he might have did that, but that's not all the truth, so it's a lie. You receive the lie. And you wanna wanna paint a picture is because of this. No, we gotta take responsibility. Oh I know I'm preaching to somebody. I know people are changing the channel or not, but let me tell you something. I know it's true. What brings he the, the The ploy of the enemy is this. Don't change your deck. I got to give you this. This is life giving. The ultimate goal of Satan, the ultimate goal of Satan, Lucifer, who he used to be, Satan is who he is now. His ultimate goal, what he plans against every last one of us, is to bring separation. That you and I will not have relationship with the Father, and we will not have relationship with one another. You ever, you ever notice why, Jesus? You never know. You ever understand why that Jesus gave us the two, the two uh, 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 greatest commands? The two greatest commands is this. What is it? Love God with all of your heart and mind and soul. That connection, and what else? Love one another or love your neighbor as you love yourself. Isn't that the two greatest? Yes. What the enemy tries to do is the opposite. He tries to disconnect you from the Father and tries to disconnect you from one another. Hello, I just exposed the devil right there. I just exposed the devil. That's his ultimate goal. To to sever the relationship that you have with God in heaven. And to sever relationships with one another. Once you understand that, you will not allow the enemy to try to sever another relationship again. And you will not allow him to get interference, interfere in your relationship with God, never again. Expose the devil. Live in freedom. Live in power, live in grace, live God, by God's anointing. It's time for you, as a child of God, to bring forth the kingdom of God. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Now, if some of you have some questions or comments, bring it all in. If you got prayer requests, bring it on in. If we need to pray for someone... Tell them to lock in. We'll pray for any. You know, we believe in the power of prayer. We believe that when we pray, God hears us. Instantly, when we pray, our Father hears us. And He moves upon the request and the petitions of His children. Glory to God. We are a people that still believe in the miracle working power. Let me tell you something. The gifts of God is not vanishing. It's ever present right now. God is more real than that thing that you're sitting on today. Glory to God. And the miracles are alive and well today. It did not die with the disciples. It did not die with the apostles. God's Word is alive from Genesis to Revelation. The Spirit of God is upon the earth and God is moving. He's waiting for people to agree with. He has already spoken, what He has already established. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is moving upon the earth. And I pray that you jump in the rivers of God and be part of what the Lord is doing today. If you don't shout, I will. Glory to God. Glory to God! Glory to God! Hallelujah! I'm not ashamed of the gospel. No, I'm not. I said I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, it tells us it's the power that set men free. It might be foolish to the Greek. It might be foolish to those that are out there, but it's the saving grace that save us and deliver us. It's what set men free. The preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's what Everybody needs. I don't care you're in a penthouse or you down in the streets, in the gullies. But I tell you, Jesus can go from the penthouse uh, all the way down to the slums. Uh, Jesus Christ is King of Kings. And He is Lord of Lords. And we declare victory over the ploy of the enemy. The enemy has been exposed. He tries to divide your home, your family, your marriage, your home, your community, your church. The devil is a liar. Jesus come on. Yes. wants to come and restore. In the name of Jesus, God's not playing anymore.